welcome to Podcast You For Our Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are once again bringing you some fantasy suite analysis. Hey, friends, I'm Ern Mardia. My name is Brennan, and welcome back to another episode. Uh, it is Fantasy Suite Week in Mexico. Yeah. I mean, they're actually traveling again. That's what throws me off, is the fact that, like, since the pandemic started, we started with Tasha and Claire locked in one resort trying to pretend like there's travel, to now we've got Michelle jet-setting, at least, down to Central America. <laughs> Mexico is still North America. I mean, nah. Yeah, it is. No, is it? Central America. Mexico is definitely North America. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely North America. It's not North America. Yes, it is. Is it? There's our South America. Mexico. I've had a hard day, okay? Mexico, which is day. literally across the line from Texas. It is Central America is the region of the Americas it is bordered by Mexico to the north. Colombia to the south. Why am I googling this right now? Is bordered anyway. <laughs> so what they're saying is that Mexico is above Central America, aka North saying. America. I have had a long day, and I forgot where Mexico was for a second. You were right. I'm aware. And this is not at all embarrassing at all. And we are not taking this out. <laughs> no, take it out! No, we're not taking it out. No, 100% no. we're not. Okay. <laughs> we are in Mexico for Fantasy Sweet Week. Ever since trying, ever since the Peter season, they have decided that all three of the Fantasy Suite contestants must spend ample amount of time together. Right. So this week we get to see the uh, converse, a random beach conversation between Caitlin and Michelle while Tasha talks to the guys. Right. Do you feel like, once again, the hosts have been used properly? I didn't even need them there. I forget that they're there. I was taking a little laundry out when I heard Caitlin's <laughs> voice. And I was like, oh, yeah, Caitlin. Like, honestly, I just forget that they're they're both there. And when they do show up, I'm like, huh, unnecessary. Yeah. And that sucks. Because like, remember how much we were looking forward to them hosting? And we're like, they're going to be so great. They're going to be so great. It's going to be so good. Uh, we were hoping for the best, and we were sorely disappointed. Sure were, sure were. But what else? Uh, so, yeah. We've got Caitlin talking to talking to, uh, talking to Michelle, figuring some stuff out. Yeah. Uh, as then always. Tasha talks to the guys and says, hey, take this seriously and be vulnerable. And then we get started with the stuff. We get started with the dates. Uh, Brandon gets the first overnight date. What they did you think about the order? Because Brandon had some thoughts about the order. And then Nate had some opposite thoughts about the order, which led to a little bit of a bickering. <laughs> uh, personally, I would want to go last. Yeah, because you'll be remembered. 
Yes, but I would, for me, it would go 3 one, two. Mm-hmm. If I get the second date, I'm just going to quit, I think. <laughs> you would just be like, nah, never mind. Because they call you never... your name, they're like, Brendan, you're you're up, and you're like, nah, I'm out. Well, like, I would know in my heart that I don't have any chance. I guess that would be correct. Because you never want to be the middle person. I think that Joe thought that he was the middle person because he was at the top. I honestly thought that he was at the top. But oh well. It was... I just... I don't think I personally would want to be the middle person. I... Like, okay, the way that they are... And I know we've talked about this before, that there's obviously space in between these dates, mm-hmm. right? There has to be. Yes. Because if if there is intimacy happening, you can't just be like, all right, next, next. Right. I mean, you know, to each his own, I'm sure you could, but I would not want it to be that way. So, but, so I think it's interesting how they have the men, once again, like arrive, like they're just coming in from their date and then they have to be like, okay, well, I'm going to get ready for my date. But then there was um, a bit of a a slip up to the illusion because when Nate was getting ready for his date, I heard, I think it was Joe, Joe and Brandon were talking about where Nate was in the process. And they were saying, well, he's had to wait all week for his date. And I was like, y'all were supposed to make me think that once again, that it was like right after. Right. But nope. So realistically, (laughs) I'm glad. Realistically, it'd been one, two. It would have been Brandon off day, Joe off day. So it'd been five days. Yeah, yeah. My light just flicker like I'm yeah. in a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Did my light just go off? <laughs> oh, it's back. Your lights are back. It's back. What's happening in my life? Oh, you could be losing power. It is windy. Am I? Also, my light has been very weird lately. Anyway, those of you guys that are watching, get ready for this light show behind me. Uh, so we get started with Brandon's date. They go horseback riding first through uh, some wilderness and then on the beach. Yeah. Brandon just seems like such a baby to me. Like, he really does. He's, he's precious, but he just seems so young. He is. He does seem a lot younger than he is. I think. Mm-hmm. Like we're only. And he's got like him and Joe do that whole like button button up all the way to the collar. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Joe, but I think that Brandon has adapted that into his style. Yeah. Uh, then they go uh, play in the water, and make <laughs> out in the sand. And then it sounds get... like you're describing a ple- a preschool date. Well, I'm getting through the boring part. <laughs> Which by the boring... Right, it does not sound fun at all. They got in the water. They played in the sand. They held hands. I'm trying That's to it. skip the boring part. And by the boring part, I mean the episode. All of it. <laughs> there was nothing exciting about this whole episode. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You could say that the person who went home was the most shocking or the most... Um, interesting but even that i'm kind of like i don't know 
Like, the, okay, mm. the most interesting part was Nate's dinner portion. But she acted like it was normal. So, which made that uninteresting. Right. Right. I don't, I just don't. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. So we get to uh, Brandon and Michelle's dinner portion. Brandon says, since the day when I met you, I knew that you were the one. I want you to know I will always, always put you first. I know we aren't at the end yet, but I'm going to leave here without telling you that. I don't, I didn't want to leave here without telling you that. I meant He's all I, in. Yes, he's all in. She, he says, I meant what I said after meeting your family that I'm falling for you. That's not something I say lightly. That's not something I feel easily. I do see a future with you. Sorry, that's what she said. I'm sorry. That last part was what she said to him. Do you believe her? Uh, yeah. But there's a pause. There was a pause. You said pause. Half a pause. Um, yeah. I don't think you believe her. I believe... I believe that she does. She is falling for him because she says she's falling for him. I like. I, I trust her, and I also think that she sees a future. But I think she just sees a different future that she prefers with someone else. Like I think you don't get, you don't get to hometowns without seeing the possibility of what your future would look like with a certain person. You're just ranking them and which futures you prefer. Isn't that, that's so, the concept of this show, when you say it like that, the concept of the show just weirds me out. It's like when you say a word over and over again, like if you watch, have we talked about Ted Lasso? I don't know if we've talked about Ted Lasso. We've talked about it a little bit. But he says, um, like there's this episode where he starts to say a word and it sounds, it sounds weird and then it loses all of its meaning. So he says the word plan and then he's like, plan. Plant. It sounds weird. I feel like the Bachelor universe, Bachelor Nation is like that, where you're like used to it, everything's normal, and then something happens and you're like, that, that's very weird. The whole concept of this Bachelor Nation is very weird to me. It does not make sense. Yeah. What you just said right there shook my brain to where it felt like the word plan. It lost all of its meaning. Yeah. I mean, falling in love isn't really a thing. Like, fall, the word fall, the term falling in love is not a thing. Right. It's such a lazy way of being like, I don't have to commit because I never said I was in love with you. Yeah. I was falling in love. I was on my way. I just didn't arrive. Mm-hmm. So silly. This yeah. show. They think they're tricking us. They're yeah, not. I mean, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think that they think they're tricking us. I think the leads only have so many so many things they can say to not irritate the people that they are engaged to at the end of this. Oh, yeah, that's true. And because you can't hear Michelle, like Brandon or Nate can't hear Michelle say, I'm in love with you, Joe, and then think that they're also in love with them. But she's already said, she said during this episode, she said, I'm in love with all three of these men. And I didn't think that that was possible. So she's already said it. It's not to them. I think it's different to say saying it to 
other people and saying it to someone and saying it to a camera. I guess. I think with the voiceovers, they're trying to make it more... Like, they're a lot more, like, frivolous with their language in the... Uh, to, the, to like the voiceovers and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Michelle, Michelle reveals from under her plate her over the overnight date card. The card says your connection is undeniable. We hope today's date here is here in Mexico, here in beautiful Mexico, only strengthened it. Should you choose to forego your individual rooms, please use this key to stay as a couple of the fantasy suite, Tasha and Caitlin. Remember what it used to say, Chris. <laughs> yes. Uh, take take that throwback. I know. You mean a year ago? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Was it a year ago? Not or even. was it earlier this year? It was. It was earlier this year. It was March. Yeah. The fact that 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 all happened earlier this year, it feels like it was. It feels like it was a year ago. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we get, they get up to their room. They are hanging out in the jacuzzi when the fireworks go off. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course, the cameraman would get that, like, shot perfectly with the champagne, the fireworks, and the couple in the middle. Of course. I was listening to Nick Vile earlier, and they made an interesting point. Do you think the fireworks were for Brandon and Brandon and Michelle, or were they for Nate and Joe? <laughs> I think that the fireworks are for Nate and Joe. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think so. Too. I think that the fireworks are always for the other spectators. Because you don't, because you can believe the fireworks are for them during like dates where you actually travel. Yeah. Like if they were, like even during the regular season, people go out into the city away from the hotel for their dates, and then you do a firework mm-hmm. in the middle of LA. Twenty percent like chance they see that from the mansion. Yeah. But here. A hundred percent chance they see the fireworks show because they're ten stories up in one unit over. Right, like they're literally watching this happen, feeling uncomfortable. The fireworks are basically like a flare of being like they're kissing. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> like those fireworks are so petty. Just to stir up emotion. Yeah. Uh, Nate, to reinforce the idea, Nate says, I've been so focused on my connection with Michelle that it wasn't until tonight that I stopped and realized, like, oh, I'm literally not the only one literally catching feelings for Michelle. Tonight was a reality check. And this is what I was telling you last week (laughs) when I was like, your boy just basically got shook back to reality. Snap back to reality. As Eminem would say. Yeah. He got snapped back to reality. He's like, oh, wait, hang on. There's other men here. It's not just me. I can't take my sweet time. I can't decide if I'm actually ready. Like my stepdad said, Charles. <laughs> you said Charles really aggressively. Charles gets like name dropped several times on the, on his date. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we get to the next morning. Michelle and Brandon are hanging out in bed, having a little breakfast. And breakfast turns into a food fight. Okay. Because they're just so stinking cute. That food fight was the fakest thing ever. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, I even texted my mom about this, and I was like, um, they're fighting in bed with food. It didn't even organically happen. It was just literally meant for Michelle to tell us, because that's who Brandon and I are. That's, of course, we would have a food fight in bed. Of course. Like, please. Please. I'm all carefree. I'm all fun. But do not freaking smash a sandwich in my face while I'm laying in bed. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I just, my bed is a peaceful place. If you throw like a piece of salami at me or you throw it in my bed, like I will just die. <laughs> okay. That's, I think you took it too far. <laughs> right. I'd be like, and for that reason, Brandon, you're out. You'd be lucky to get Brandon. Okay, listen. I know. He's precious, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't come at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Brandon heads back to the guy's area, and they're all just just hanging out. Yeah. It's the most awkward return. Nate is awkwardly and hysterically laughing at how awkward it is. Um I did enjoy this moment because I did feel like these three men were not trying to pretend. They were just like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, I we think, have to sit here and pretend that I think, it's not. I think these three guys are genuinely friends. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Except for when Nate and uh, Brandon have a little, little spat in a bit. And he even talks about how it's like they went from bros to foes or whatever <laughs> now. I, I think it's just, I think it's just like uncomfortability of just like, hey, of the, the uncomfortability of the situation. I think they mm-hmm. are cool, but I think the competition is starting to heat up. Yeah. So I think you that that's really what it's, I think, I think it's not that they're not friends. I think it's just the competition is getting a little more fierce. Mm-hmm. Oof, so awkward though. Oh yeah. I'm just looking at the picture of the three of them, and Nate. Nate is me when I get uncomfortable. I just laugh. I just laugh. Um, Joe is just wishing he could be anywhere but here, and Brandon's like, "What guys? What's going on? Why is it so funny?" He's still coming off his little high from being with Michelle. Yeah. Uh, Joe is up next. He meets her up there and it looks like they're going to do some hiking. But instead of hiking, they're going to go zip lining. Yeah. Such a Mexico date. Such a, um, such a paradise date. Yeah. Zip lining is like the go-to when they're just like, we don't have anything for you to do. So go zip lining. See if you get along. <laughs> uh, Joe says, as Michelle says, Joe and I have moved a little bit of a slower pace. Last week, Joe told me he's falling in love with me. I do feel like I'm right there, and I hope that today is going to be that going to be that point where I can finally say I'm falling in love with Joe as well. I gotta say, this date really showcased how shy Joe is. 
because I just felt like a lot of their conversation was him just nodding his head or him just saying something about basketball. That's it. Yeah, I think she realized that she couldn't get there either. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she kept telling him, and what was once cute in like week two, week one, week two, is now not so cute and kind of empty when you keep telling somebody, oh, you're like my little slice of home. And you made a good point last week, the fact that like, if they get together and they're at home together, you don't need a slice of home because you're at home. Right. Like, what are you guys going to do? Talk about basketball all the time? Like, I feel like that was literally their connection. I mean, yeah, I think she's realizing that she needs more and he's not, he's not more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have dinner together. Uh, com- at this point, completely useless conversation. Yeah, because he tells her a little bit about how he wants to be, like, he, he kind of puts that coaching thing out there again, how he wants to inspire people when they have life after sports. Great, Joe, you told us that when I was making dinner, like, during, like, week two or three. <laughs> but other than that, okay, well, what else, Joe? Who are you? This is your time to shine. Did he shine? No, that's all he is. Yeah. He's really a, a lot of times the show puts people in a box. I think Joe's box is just Joe's box. You think that's just who he is? I just think that's who he is. Yeah. Like, there's not a bad edit. It's just like, he's just, he's just showed up and he's like, I'm Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then this is what you're talking about, Nate and Brandon, just a little... A little friendly banter in the mm-hmm. in the hangout area. Nate says, "If I was Michelle's, if I was in Michelle's spot, I would want my closest connection to be the last guy, just because you already know there's a connection in there." Uh and then he says, "She's." Then he says later on, "She's dating two other guys." You know what I mean? And it's like that's my woman. That's my wife. And he, Nate, your boy Nate, is like, not yet. Right. <laughs> oh, Nate. Like, he's so cocky. He's so cocky. He must know. He must know. You think he knows that he's getting picked? I think he knows. When it's between those two, he's getting picked. Which, I mean... Brandon is adorable and he's wonderful. He's also like a baby. And, and also the better Michelle choice. already said he's Nate is like soulmate connection for her. I'm Which I don't on, see it. I'm out on Nate. Like I'm not out on Nate as a person. I'm out on Nate as a partner. As a contender, yeah. I just don't see it. I don't see him being her soulmate. I don't see it either. I think that's so weird. When she said that, I was like, I don't believe that, though. And I don't know if he does. I think he's like, I think, give this man three months, and he'd be like, whoa, whoa, soulmate? I don't know about that, girl. I was just trying to win a game. 
I I don't I don't know if it's I, I don't know if it's that I think that he thinks it's real. Yeah. But he's also probably hyping himself up. Well yeah, wouldn't you be though? I mean probably. Like I would you, in that situation you have to be your own hype person because it's the only hype person you can trust. Yeah. But I also don't think that I would I don't know. I don't know if I could convince myself that this is the person I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with in eight weeks. Well, never mind though, because I do believe in love at first sight. <laughs> so I was gonna say you said that. I did, yeah. So yeah, I never mind. I believe in the ridiculousness of of love, so we'll see. I'm all logic until I'm not. That's that's very true. <laughs> uh we get the second day card. The second overnight card uh, doesn't really mean anything. Nope, uh, not a damn thing. <laughs> this one seemed to be a more intimate morning. You think so? Like, I think if she was going to sleep with anybody, it was Joe. Really? I do. Well, okay. She would sleep with Nate, definitely. Oh, I think she definitely slept with Nate. Yeah. Um, but I would think, I would think Joe, because she's had her sights on Joe since he ghosted her. Yeah, but I think she's, but she just said to the cameras to us yesterday that she doesn't know if she's falling in love with Joe. Yeah, but I think she would have to, I think she's like, let me, let me sleep with him and and I'll figure it out. (laughs) Cause he's so pretty. He's so pretty and he loves basketball and he's like home. Let me sleep at home. Uh, they hang out in the morning. They they get some breakfast. The breakfast looks good. The breakfast looks really good. And then, uh, and then they head back to the uh, the the big room. Nate does not seem as cocky this time. No, because I think he does not feel threatened by Brandon, but I think there's a little bit of threaten, threatening by Joe because Joe is so closely connected to who Michelle is back home and who he who she is as a person. So I think that Nate probably is more threatened by Joe. I really do. I... I would be, I would be, I would be more threatened by Brandon than by Joe. Mm-hmm. If I was named, really, yeah, because Joe is just like, blah. Right. Well, he seems like it, but Michelle seems to like blah. She doesn't though. Wait. Okay. She. Okay. Let me correct that. She doesn't, but she's been all hung up on that blah for the past couple of weeks. Like, she would not hide her flirtation with him, especially during those basketball days. So, this is what this is how I see it. I see it as, like, whenever you're playing, like, whenever I'm watching football, sometimes there's a team that has a few good plays, and then those good plays always work, but then they run that, those plays all the time. 
Mm. And eventually, those plays stop working because everyone knows they're those plays. It's predictable. So Joe, yeah. Joe has played all his tricks, and his tricks got him the fantasy tweets. But now he's just like, okay, well, I don't really want to talk about just basketball, mm-hmm. or I don't want to talk about our favorite restaurants in Minneapolis again. Oh my gosh! Honestly, the fantasy suite just like showcased how boring they would be as a couple. And Michelle doesn't want to be boring. No, you're right. You're right. I think she thought that she wanted it, though. Yeah, I think think that she thought she wanted it. Mm -hmm. And then when she had a chance to have it for a day, she's like, oh. She's like, nah, I'm going to take it back. She's like, I'm already bored. Mm -hmm. The whole date looked boring. Like, honestly, when I was watching it, I was like, ugh. Joe, I'm so boring. Yeah. Bring nothing else to the table except for nostalgic high school memories that you guys didn't even have together. <laughs> you guys just both <laughs> had distinctive high school memories. Honestly, every time I swear, if I have to listen to Michelle talk about, well, RIP, I will not now, but I was like, if I swear, if I have to listen to Michelle, Talk about how he was Mr. Basketball and how she was Miss Basketball and what their superlatives would be in high school, what they actually were. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you can't live in the past. Plus, I just have a weird thing whenever people start to like really get into high school memories and they're like, remember when? Remember then? I get weird and I get kind of bored and I'm like, let's not do this. Let's not camp out like 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It hasn't been 20 years. No. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm not that old. <laughs> no, you're not that old. But still, goodness, I can't do that. No, like, next year is my 10-year high school reu- reunion. Mm-hmm. You would have to pay me substantial money to go. Really? I did not go either. You I did have, not go. You would have to pay me substantial money to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not going to miss anything. Plus, I remember my high school reunion, I think it took, it took place in the neighborhood bar and grill, Deavers. Deavers is good. Armored Jeans now. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. But I mean. That's not worth it. No. Uh, No. We start Nate and Michelle's date. Nate is waiting for her at the pier. And she turns the corner in a boat, Ernie, for of their se- for their second or third boat related date. All of their dates are are boats. I feel like this is it's definitely their third. Is it the third? Because they did the boat date with her friends. <gasps> You're right. That's the one I was forgetting. And then they paddle boarded slash were on a boat last week. Yeah. Because was, she was showing him Austin and Minneapolis. Nate's just very nautical, I guess. Something I did not realize. Uh, and this is when I started to realize that I should start my morning for Brandon now so that I'm not crushed next week. She says, mm. when I'm with Nate, I feel how I'm supposed to feel when you're with your soulmate. I don't want the date to end. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Like Brandon can just like pack up his bags, his 
start his slow descent back down the mountaintop because you can't you can't recover from that either you can't say that and then choose brandon like you were saying earlier you know like there's certain things they can say within the parameters she just said that nate was her soulmate yeah so if she picks brandon her and brandon are doing the rewatch and then he's like excuse me what then they're over in like two months yeah uh so Michelle is talking to us here and she's saying that it's, she's talking about her conversations with Nate later. She said, this whole engagement thing is a week away and it's important for me to know if he can get there. And by there, she obviously means, will he say, I love you. Right. And my, like my crazy thought, in my mind is like, why are you like you already know Brandon loves you though? Right. Right. But she's like so hung up on that Nate game though. That's just I don't know. She's man. like, he's so attractive and he's my soulmate. He's gonna break your heart in three months. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I predict it now. They don't even launch the cover of People magazine. Because it ain't gonna happen. Uh, we get to the dinner portion. Michelle asks him point blank if there's anything we'd like to talk about. He says no. He says no. not really no. <laughs> that blew my mind. When she literally was like, you have the floor to tell me your feelings. And he's like, nah, we're good. But then it was only when she starts to ask the specific questions that he's like, Oh, I guess I really do have to say some stuff, huh? What did you think this time yeah. was for, Nate? She basically asked him if he's ready to get engaged. He goes on this long rambling answer. He mm-hmm. uh, he talks about how important that time with his family was last week and how they like broke some walls down. And he says, after being able to think about these questions that I don't have answers to, that's life, though. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Right. It like his his answer made no sense. And it was like, I really think that he had an out an outer body experience where he like disassociated from himself while he was talking. <laughs> he was probably like, I really just hope that she doesn't notice that I'm gone. Um, and I'm just saying a bunch of words that like hopefully she'll just be like, That was nice. Maybe he does love me. Because he was literally just, like, talking to talk. Uh, She asked if he loved her. He says, I'm feeling things for you that I've never felt before. And then she, and then, God, this just had to be brutal to be a part of. Like, it's if you're, painful. If you're a producer, you had to be like, Michelle, stop. Because she says, fall, he says, she says, falling in love is one thing. Being in love is another thing. And engagement is another thing. Which of those are you ready for? <laughs> If you have to give a multiple choice to the man that you are wanting to be engaged to, like, read a room, girl. This room is telling you to and walk away. He, ev- he eventually winds around and says that he's ready. He can picture himself being ready for all three. For all three. Such a cop out. Because I think he was able to read the room and he was like, if I don't give the right answer, I will be gone. So I need to hang on to this. 
Yeah, but no, I agree. Watching and listening to Michelle ask these multiple choice questions to find out where he is. And never mind the fact that he was not able to articulate feelings about her whatsoever. I mean, come on, come on. If you can't tell me how you feel about me, I'm not going to like get engaged to you in a week. Yeah. But what does little Michelle say, though? Once he answers her, she's like, oh, a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. And it was just like Twitter was wild with. I didn't see the Twitter last night. So what? What? Tell it me, was tell me it things. was red flags everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's made of a red flag. <laughs> My goodness, she wants him to she wants it to be him so badly. It's I Yeah, but like it's not. Nope. Even if she picks him at the end of this, it's not. It's not. We know this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get their overnight date card. They go upstairs, and for this one, they spend about ten seconds in the common area before they walk into the door, walk into the bedroom part, and close the door. Of course, of course. Oh, Michelle. And they just Michelle, Michelle. They hang out and have breakfast the next morning. And uh, he heads back to the area, and he they they asked him how it went. He said he had a great time with Michelle, and they just kind of vibed out. <laughs> they just kind of vibed out. That's what they said. That's what he said. Honestly, his <laughs> like that answer in and of itself is like, do you want to marry somebody that's just like we just like vibed out, you know? And the producers probably like. Is that vibe like a love vibe? <laughs> it's like a falling vibe. Could you imagine like a forty-year-old producer? He's like, he's like, uh, okay. And then right, like, Nate, Nate walks away, and they look at the only twenty-year-old producer and production assistant. They're like, I don't know what that means. Is that good? Is it bad? Did they get high in the fantasy suite? What just happened? They're like, what? What does vibe doubt mean? They're like, they just had a good time. He goes. Doesn't clear anything up. Nope, not at all. That is what I love about Nate, though. It does not. He does not clear up anything. He does not get specific. He uses the word "I'm falling in love with you." He makes it sound like he said something concrete, but all of us know he didn't say anything. He didn't but say Michelle anything. or Michelle is like that. Just cleared up all of my worries. Okay, girl. Wow. Okay. Wow. You might like might want to wipe the smudge off of those rose colored glasses you got on. No, those those there those rose colored glasses are smudge free, Ernie. Girl, girl, girl. Uh, then we get a montage of her wandering around looking lost, and the guy <laughs> is getting course. ready while she says, "I've now fallen in love with all three men here, and something I didn't think was possible. I have to break someone's heart." No, you have to break two hearts. And eventually the last heart you break will be your own by making a poor decision. 
boom, mic freaking drop right there. Unbelievable. The fact that we are watching this happen. We are watching this happen. We know that this is not the person she should pick. And for you to say that, you of all people who have been, like, Nate is your man crush. No, look, you look. love me. I just want to make this perfectly clear. This right here has no bearing on whether or not I would want to spend my life being Nate's best friend. <laughs> I think Nate I think Nate and I could have wild adventures. It's true. But it's I would true. also tell I would also tell every woman he meets he doesn't Not want them. to marry you. <laughs> That's true. You'd be the truthful best friend. That is just like, no. I would like, you know, I'd pull him aside of the party and be like, oh, why would Chad outside? He doesn't love you. He doesn't <laughs> like, know listen. how to feel love. All he loves is paddle boarding. You're like, hey, girl, have you met Charles? Have you met Charles? He's probably somewhere at this party. You should have a conversation with Charles. Because Charles will set you straight. <laughs> Charles will. Charles tried to set Michelle straight. Charles, I feel like he's probably he's probably watching this back, and he's probably like, "I told you, I told you, well, and now you're coming here for Christmas." <laughs> well, next week I told you. Next week we're gonna hear from Michelle's mom, who says he's mm -hmm. not ready. And exactly, you know, and you know dang well she's not talking about Brandon. Exactly, because Brandon is ready. He looks like a baby. He you know seems a little like a baby but that baby is like i'm wearing this suit i've got a corsage for you i've got a ring i'm ready to marry you brandon is like boss baby but engagement baby <laughs> like, I feel he, like... <laughs> he is he is raring and ready to go so we yeah. know dang well michelle's mom is not talking about brandon mm -hmm. there is nothing about brandon's words actions or facial expressions that suggests that he is here to play well, everything about nate everything about nate's words actions and demeanors say that he is only here to play right it's just so interesting to watch it happen like every time she makes one more move closer to nate it's like wow this is really this is this is quite possibly end up being exactly what everyone has told us in life not to do <laughs> yeah uh so we are we're getting ready for the rose ceremony as we get started michelle gives a little bit of a speech mm -hmm. then brandon asks if he can go talk to her so they what did you aside. think of this what did you think he was gonna do i unfortunately agreed with nate that it was a hail mary by a desperate man I agree too. I like he, Nate senses that he senses that desperation. Like I, when Chris used to do that crap, and he was like, "Excuse me, what?" <laughs> I don't think it changed anything because I think she was planning to keep mm -hmm. Brandon and send Joe home. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it changed anything, but he, I think that he thought he was going home. Which, if you're going home this week, what does one more week mean? Right. Like, she's not going to go from you're probably third to you winning. Right. 
like yeah i think that because it was so weird for him to pull her aside and just basically be like hey so like i support you and we're best friends too don't forget that basically, basically <laughs> what he said was i'm not going to be upset if you send me home but please pretty pretty please don't send me home mm-hmm. let me love you gosh it was such a weird it was such a weird moment i thought for a second that he was gonna be like listen hey so i know that i've been playing it like really great and i know that it seems like i'm head over heels in love with you however turns out i'm not so i'm gonna send myself home i thought he was gonna maybe know what you know with yeah. Noah and Abigail when Noah was just like basically I love you I'm just kidding I'm gonna backtrack it now because you didn't you act like you didn't hear it <laughs> and I don't want to be a part of this anymore I thought that maybe he was gonna be like uh, yeah no and self-eliminate but he didn't no uh so they come back we start the rose ceremony actually uh the first rose is for Nate and the second one was for Brandon sending Joe mm. home. Joe's facial expression like didn't even change. Joe was like, I'm gonna keep it together. I'm gonna keep it together. Hold it together. Yeah. And of course she does the whole like, Can I walk you out? <laughs> uh so they go sit outside on a bench. She says, I've been falling in love with you. I'm still falling in love with you, which doesn't make any sense, but okay. Nope. I care nope, about you so much. And she says, I care about you so much and I'm sorry. I didn't want to break your heart. It's just, I can't be your person. I might not be. And then he says, I might not be showing you, showing it right now. I really did see that feature with you that we talked about. I want to Joe, you. if you're not showing it right now, like you're literally, you have one foot out the door. You have both feet out the door and you're like, I might not be showing it right now. When will you? He showed it in the car. He cried. I mean. He says, I want to thank you for pushing me to be more open. And then he gets in the SUV. And this is, I mean, this is where, I mean, you can be mean to Joe, but you can only be mean to Joe for so long. He cried in that car. Listen, I like Joe. I think he's very attractive, too. But he's also very boring. And did we actually see his tears? I don't really remember. Stop it. I think he might have. I think he might have. Uh, I think he might have carried Brad shot it, you know? I, like where... I, I could not disagree more. I think he was actually <laughs> upset. <laughs> like, I didn't really see any tears. He just buried his head. Stop Turned it. his head. Made it sound like he's crying. And we're like, oh, Joe. But Joe's like, can you get the camera off me now? Is it is it over? And then we uh, we get a preview for next week. And then that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I can't believe it's ending. It's ending next week, right? Next week is the yeah. end. Christmas week. Man. Yeah, Joe getting sent home though really did put a wrench in my picks. I I went out on a limb for Rodney, and I was wrong. Um, but yeah, my my picks. I really I had Joe at the top of the list. 
I yeah. thought that it was going to be, I thought it was going to be Brandon, Nate, and Joe. I did get, yeah, I got tied for last, last night. Mm. Oh my gosh, I don't think I put my people in. Ernie. I don't think I did. Either way, the men's tell all threw me off. Yeah, that's fair. And there's really only three places you can be right now. So being third is not that being last is just like being third. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Maybe I'll redeem myself next week because we all know that she's just going to pick Nate. Yeah. So oh, I don't even gosh. think, I don't really think it matters. Mm-mm. I will be completely surprised if she picks Brandon though. What if she does? Anything is possible. I don't even know. Do you think if Brandon, if she picks Brandon, do you think that, do you think they would work? Yeah, I think they would. Michelle and Brandon. Forever? I think it's more likely. I think it's the most likely. Yeah, okay. The most likely. But is it likely? Does it happen? I think some of the barriers that make it difficult for other couples won't be as big of a deal because mm-hmm. they discuss like moving. Brendan would obviously in a heartbeat move to Minneapolis for Michelle. Oh yeah, he would. He's and, so all about her. And as a travel nurse recruiter, I don't think that like, like where you are is that big of a deal. It's true. It's a good point. But because of the reasons that you state that are so blatantly obvious, she will be like, Nate, it's you. It's you I pick. So sometimes you just got to make some bad decisions on, on national television. So Sometimes. Uh, news and notes? Oh, yeah. News and notes. News and notes. We have this. Week. Okay. Unfortunately, most of our news and notes center around uh, Colton's documentary. Okay, I have purposely not looked at anything about this because I don't care. I don't care either, but... But tell me anyway. He, uh... Uh, there was some... Basically, her... He, Tasha went went at him for some things that he said about their their time on the show. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh... How he said that during their fantasy suite, he was so nervous that he, like, slept in sweatpants and a sweatshirt and was, like, sweating all night. In the fantasy suite? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, basically, he's like, yeah, didn't lose my virginity to Tasha. Did he even lose his virginity in the the suite? We don't even know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then she uh she said no Colton did not did actually not sleep in sweats in a sweatshirt that night. For everybody that's wondering this is it's been said multiple times. It's been said in his book. It's been on television. It's been said in a reality show. He actually slept in boxers that night because it was so hot in Portugal. Door was wide open and it was raining outside and we were trying to get air ventilation. It was so hot and sticky. So there's actually no way he could have slept in sweats in a sweatshirt. Why does he feel the need to make this story up? That's what they were talk- discussing. 
She said, honestly, it makes me so sad. We did have a really good conversation and we met on a good page. I don't think there's any ill will or nothing that happens for us to not be fr- to not even be friends. So for you to make up this elaborate story that you slept on the other side of the bed, you had to sleep with sweats and sweatshirts because you felt so bad and didn't want me to think anything was going to happen. It's just, I don't know what you're trying to cover. I don't know what you're trying to cover and I don't know why you're dragging me down for something that's not even true. It's absolutely not true. I have no reason to lie. Why the hell would I lie? Like, Colton, honestly, what is wrong with him? I'm just going to put that out there, that question, out into Bachelor Nation universe. What is wrong with him? Because he just keeps burning bridges or keeps ruffling feathers. And he's like, oh, by the way, though, uh, everybody be nice to me because I got this new documentary. And I I came out. I changed my life. Like, recently, you know, as of a couple weeks ago, like, Cassidy is like, don't mention me in this documentary. Don't talk about me. Don't bring this back into my life. Right. Because it's there is sort of this like changing of the narrative or an attempt of changing the narrative. Like we're supposed to forget that he put a tracking device in her car and that he borderline, if not fully, stalked her. He stalked her. But now he he now he's come out and now he's getting all this like positive press for being who he truly is. And now we're just supposed to forget. Like you can be a gay man and not a great guy. Yeah. And I think that's where Colton is. Uh, on top of that, we have Hannah Brown. She, you know, she's still on the tour of her new book. So she gave some thoughts about Colton. She said, yeah. even though it's obvious that like, he's still almost like uncomfortable with his new life. Because he was never allowed to be who he is. It is cool to kind of watch him try to be his most authentic self. I have a lot of different views on it. But ultimately, I'm all about people understanding more of who they are. And growing and not being able... Not being just defined by their past mistakes. But totally kind of see everyone's side on it. And then... uh, She says that she likes him better as a gay man. Better, Yeah. (laughs) Um, just Colton, Colton in general, I just don't, I just don't, I'd be happy if he just went away. Have you watched any of the Netflix documentary yet? Yeah. No, I'm not going to watch it and I'm okay if we stop talking about him. (laughs) Um, I will say, I, I just don't, my problem with Colton and then we just wrap on him. But my problem with Colton is I never know if what he's saying is actual truth or if it is a blatant falsehood, an unnecessarily constructed falsehood. And that's not a great, it, that's not great. No. And if, if somebody said that about me, I'd be devastated. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah, I, I never know if he's, if it's real. I don't believe him. I don't believe he's a good person. No, that's definitely fair. Our next headline is Claire and Dale related. I did see something about this. Dale is starring in a rom-com. I didn't hear about this. So this is the Dale and Claire story that came out a few days ago. 
Uh, she he is starring in a starring in a movie. Uh, and she said she wrote she had a Instagram story post of her sitting in her bathtub and says sauna plus emails. And then for the record, you guys can stop sending me all the acting real clips. I had the front row seat to it since day one. <laughs> oh gosh. These two. These two. And he's in the star of the new film Love Game Match. I want to debuting. I need to find this information because I want to I want to watch it just to uh, make the trailer is available on youtube under love comma game comma match trailer okay well i get the feeling that um i get the feeling that he is not a great actor he's probably terrible and mm-hmm. my final news and notes i was tr- i didn't tell you this beforehand because i wanted to get your genuine reaction i love when this happens i love when this happens okay 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 all right so i originally heard this today on uh the the nick vile files Mm -hmm. so last week we were very confused and very dismissive of Tasha and Caitlin's discussion about Tasha's engagement. Yes. Why it was mm-hmm. said, where it came from, why was it so awkward? Mm-hmm. Well, another podcaster, Morgan Wright, who owns the podcast Morgan Pop Ta- Morgan's Pop Talks. She did an inst- she does an Instagram live Instagram story each week, and basically she took part of that scene. She took like a screenshot. Of that time and roasted Caitlyn for really? how poorly she she hosted that section. Really, and Caitlyn herself reached out in the DM. She said, "With it, this was all on her podcast." So I listened to about five or ten minutes of her podcast section about this. Caitlyn's okay. no, no Morgan's. Oh, Morgan. Okay, okay. So Morgan says that she reached out with her with three long messages basically what she said was Tasha and producers came up to Caitlin before the section and they had decided that they were going to announce her like this and then it was awkward because she looked into the right camera at first but she was reading she was reading what she was supposed to say off a teleprompter and she felt that felt so impersonal. So that's why she it, looked. Right. So that's why, why she would looked. Why she have to read those lines? Because it was planned. Basically, she said that she felt uncomfortable, that it felt impersonal and scripted. And she basically, what she said was that, like, I know, like, if I'm going to be hosting things, this is part mm-hmm. of the things that I'll need to get better at. And I'm not good at it, and I'm taking my, I'm being hard on myself. Mm-hmm. But like, this was, this felt fake and contrived to me too. 
What? Okay. First of all, Caitlin, like, oh, I get that. I get that. When you're like, you're really working at it. And she's like, hey, this is my first gig, you know, like my first Bachelor Nation hosting gig. I'm going to work at this. And because clearly she's a good podcaster. Like, she's got the personality. She's like, they picked her for a reason. Um, But why, Tasha? Why? Why force this into something? Why make this? We okay. We love Tasha. We love Tasha, or did we love Tasha? Spicy, Look, spicy take, spicy question to throw out there. Do we love Tasha, or did we love Tasha? I think we cannot answer right now whether or not we will continue to love Tasha. At the moment, I like Tasha quite a bit, mm-hmm. but where this leads to now. Where we go to next will determine how much I continue to like Tasha. It is. If this turns into the storyline launching her new season of The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. then I will be disappointed. Yeah. Because here's the deal. Like, I, I mean, I like so many of you follow Tasha on Instagram. Um, she's been co-hosting uh, the Bachelor Happy Hour with Becca. Um, and I did watch a little bit of her interviews with her. I did think it was interesting that when Becca asked her, she was like, so you addressed, you know, the rumors, you addressed the, the breakup. Um, you know, I just want to check in with you, see how you're doing. You know, you talked about it last night. Let's talk about it. Tasha's like, I really said all I wanted to say about it, which was nothing. Yeah. But it's just blown into this thing, like promoted, like she said something big. She told us nothing. Then did a whole, like a whole contrived walkout because she's feeling so emotional. Why? And why, why have Caitlin read off of note cards to act like those words that she said sounded like they were natural because it's basically just her saying hey we're here for you but the fact that she had to read that off of note cards what y'all had to write those lines for her there's just there's a lot of questions yeah also do you think that that is Caitlin throwing Tasha under the bus um possibly what this tells me more than anything is that those two were done hosting things together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think she's kind of, I think Caitlin is realizing that she is just as happy with the relationship that she has with the franchise now, or mm-hmm. that she had previously than she did as co-host. I think she's perfectly fine being done having a f- official paid relationship with the franchise. Okay. Do you think that Caitlin would have been better hosting without Tasha? No. I don't think either of them. Okay. They they are fun personalities in and of themselves. 
Mm-hmm. And in a, in a, and we even saw it with Chris on interviews. Chris was mm-hmm. a blast. Chris was yeah. a funny guy, but that sucks the fun out of you. And I think both I of them, true. both of them on clickbait and on off the vine, their personalities are better fitted for there because they do serious poorly. Yes, that's the thing. That's Which is why thing. I'm perfectly fine with Jesse Palmer and the role that you're putting into. Because mm-hmm. as someone who's watched a lot of Jesse Palmer over mm-hmm. the years on ESPN as a big college football fan, Jesse Palmer is about as fun as milk toast. <laughs> there are part there are people on ESPN who have fun personalities. Mm-hmm. Jesse Palmer was never really one of them. So I'm just like, that's fine. Be milk toast on the bachelor. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, um, so it's interesting because like as the season has gone on, you know, and I told you I texted my mom on Bachelor Tuesdays, you know. Um, and she will say like literally at least once a week, she's like, I can't wait till Jesse Palmer fills this role. I'm over these girls. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, the fact that like people are hyped for Jesse Palmer to just be boring Jesse Palmer, it's like what are all these shenanigans? Get this out of my face. We don't want bore. We don't want like, we just want competent hosting abilities. Yeah. We're yeah. Not that's asking, very we're true. not asking for a lot. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, there was something else I was going to tell you. What was it? It was something about hosting. Um, shoot. I don't remember what it was. It just popped up in my brain and now it is gone. It was something dramatic. I don't know what it was. It's unfortunate. Yeah, because I just thought about it. It was something dramatic. And I literally don't remember what it was anymore. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, I would like to... Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so you know how they picked Clayton for the next Bachelor, obviously, yes. and everybody's like, why Why is this happening? So there are some theories as to why this has happened, okay? Okay. Um. So I heard a little rumbling, so they were saying that, like, it's possible that he got picked to be the Bachelor because it was like, they feel like now their franchise has gotten too, quote-unquote, woke. So they've got to balance it out with the middle-aged Republicans that they may have lost. So they've picked somebody that was completely like blank slate, somebody that they were like, this looks like this looks like what the franchise used to look like. We've just got to put this in the middle so that we can get those people back so they won't be mad. The people that are wanting Chris Harrison to, to host again, the people that are like, I turned it off because I, you know, like Chris Harrison's not there and blah, blah, blah. Um, so now you've got to pull in that demographic. And what better way to do it than to bring in a Colton Underwood, Sean Lowe type person who no one asked for. <laughs> <laughs> my my bigger theory, that makes sense. My bigger theory mm-hmm. is that Nate is, presumably Nate is still taken. Mm-hmm. Presumably, Brandon is in a deep, deep, dark depression somewhere yeah. in Portland, oh, yeah. Oregon. Yeah. Uh, Joe would be worse than Clayton. 
Yeah. Joe would be so boring. And Rodney, as sweet as he is, <laughs> would feel too... Would be too much in his own head about being the underdog to be a good bachelor. Yeah. Which, when they announced Clayton, and I think we touched on this a little bit, but Clayton's uh, tagline was like, everybody loves an underdog. Right. And they were like, you literally stole Rodney's line and applied it to someone who we didn't even care about. <laughs> oh, ABC. But I think you're right. I think you're right. But it's just so interesting to me. A lot of people, I've seen a little bit of a gaining traction, but I don't know how it would have worked out. But there are people that still wanted uh, Rick to be the Bachelor. Not a, not enough juice in Rick. Mm-mm. Which that's what I was watching the uh, Bachelor Happy Hour interview with uh, Tasha and Becca. And side note, Tasha did look real sad when Rick was talking. Like she did not look like she was listening to him at all. No. <laughs> And you know, Rick didn't look that creepy in that interview. Well, I and I would say this about the cast and the options. Outside and outside of Nate and Brandon, mm-hmm. really only Swolu. Oh yeah. I believe could have carried a season. And not he because had personality too. And not because yeah. he was particularly interesting. Mm-hmm. But just because the amount of genuineness that would have come yeah. out of that season would have been alarming. Yeah. Man. But yeah, I thought that was a very interesting theory, though, that I read. That I was like, oh. I think it's an interesting theory, but I also think that with the way things ended, there was not a lot of options. Mm-hmm. No. I wouldn't have picked somebody from this season. Nobody really stuck out. Not to me, at least. Well, I mean, to carry to carry the weight of an entire franchise, especially not Clayton, though. I just love that we all we thought that this <laughs> was going to be a buildup that he was going to have like some sort of like, you know, big thing where it was like that's why he's the bachelor. But it never came. Never happened. Never happened. Uh, next week is the finale. That's really exciting, and then we have a week off. And then we head back to Bachelor Mondays. Clayton I'm season, so glad it'll be Mondays again. Clayton's season will start January Monday, January 3rd. And then I would presume that we will continue on Mondays throughout 2022 would be my guess. And then eventually yeah. and eventually Monday, Tuesday is when we get to Paradise. They had to they had to like reset the trajectory like they reset yeah. the schedule mm-hmm. the tuesday thing is it was weird it's throwing me off yeah. it's also throwing me off that riverdale comes on on tuesday nights too i mean this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about right now but just like both of those things don't belong on tuesdays you know totes that's what i was thinking too <laughs> all right you can follow us on instagram at podcasting for the right reasons you can follow us on twitter at right reasons pod Please support us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcasting for that reasons. Four bucks a month to help financially support the show. It'll it'll make it a lot easier for us to uh, do fun stuff for you guys if we have money because we don't get paid to be here. It actually costs us right. money. Right. And nice. time. <laughs> so if you could help us with that. And then 
we have one more boring week for the Rose League because everyone's gonna be everyone's gonna be in first place because yeah. we've all as if you, as long as you're watching the show, you know who's winning. And then hopefully we can start we can start having some more fun again a couple weeks after that with the start of Clayton's season. I'm gonna be, I'm so bored with their pick, but I'm so ready for the drama. He's gonna sleep with three women. He already told us. That's why I said that's why I was in when she said he slept with all three of us. I was like, <laughs> and for that reason, I'm in. <laughs> And then you hear Caitlin saying that it's going to be just like Sean's season. Like, no, bro. It's going to be more like Peter's. No, no, girl. It's It's not going to be. It's going to be more like Peter's. (laughs) Oh, Lord, no. Oh, (laughs) Lord, no. Please don't inflict that upon us. (laughs) All right, everyone. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.